Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Before we begin, I should warn you that some of you may find what you are about to hear rather disturbing. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Until Dawn podcast. My name is Koi, and with me is my wife, Felicia. Hello, everyone. Okay, so we are, like, way overdue for another episode, as usual, because... We cannot stick to a schedule. I think that's how we start every episode. Either like, oh, we're way overdue for an episode, or we know it's been a while. Always. That's what we do. It was just a, like a two-month prep, that's all. <laughs> Better be a damn good episode. <laughs> Though I was actually just getting notes together today for it. That's right. We're prepared, ready. <laughs> Now, now we kind of like built up the anticipation, so now we have to make sure it really pays off. Now we get to disappoint you. Hopefully not. So we do have some exciting stuff going on, though. This weekend, we're going to the Dead of Winter Festival in Alton, which I've been looking forward to that for a long time. I know. Ever since they announced everything that was going to be going on. I feel like it. we're always waiting to do something in Alton because it's our favorite things. Well, it's because the majority of, like, everything that we really enjoy doing, like, going to Mineral Springs, the Haunted America Conference in the summer, Dead of Winter and the... Raining Zen. Raining my Zen. My favorite store in the world. I'm really excited about the dinner we're doing that night. I believe it's called Dinner with the Devil, right? Yes. That's uh, the After Hours event that Troy Taylor is hosting the Dinner with the Devil, where he's going to be discussing stuff about the uh, St. Louis exorcism from 1949. I'm so excited. I'm all about the exorcism. Yeah, even unfortunately, I know you guys will hear this before the event, but as far as I know, I think it's actually sold out. Sorry to get everybody excited and kind of with the letdown. <laughs> and what else do we have going on? Well, we have a lot of investigations planned out throughout the year. And a lot more to come. Yes. And we also plan on putting out a lot more additional content. We're going to start venturing into short videos, probably little, maybe five, ten minute videos that we're going to upload on YouTube. That seems like a long time to me. <laughs> five to ten minutes. It'll definitely seem like a long oh. time when I'm editing them. Right. <laughs> but... And, and what I like about podcasting is I can wear my pajamas. My jammy jams. Your jammy jams. But when we're doing videos, I'm not going to be able to do that. So, no. But I will deal with it. You'll deal with it. And complain <laughs> a lot. I'm sure. Then besides that, we also plan on kind of amping up, I guess, our social media, putting more content on there. And then not to mention, too, kind of showing you guys what we do when we're well obviously we're not recording but <laughs> what what more a little bit more of like our day-to-day like not i guess not not day-to-day because my life is not that exciting <laughs> no yeah that definitely i'm a hairstylist <laughs> no no one wants to see spreadsheets and emails but uh kind of more like on the weekends what we do besides just doing like paranormal investigations and what other stuff we kind of do? Different traveling, some of this, because we also go to like a lot of historical locations just to see 
Because I'm a history nerd. I might just be a nerd. I'm just a nerd. Okay, yes, I am just a nerd. So, speaking of traveling, if you remember, I did not tell you this, because when we were going to Jonesboro, like, a couple months ago, December, mm-hmm. January, remember I told you I seen something, but I was like, I am not going to tell you, because I'm going to save it for the podcast, <laughs> because we never, ever have anything to talk about on the podcast, because we do everything together. Right. Okay. So we were driving. You were asleep as usual. I was driving. If I wasn't driving, then yeah. Yeah. And so on Highway 63, right? Right. Which is the road that we take the whole way. Somewhere around, what's that town? Raventon? I always call it Riverdale. I think it's Raventon. The town with the giant raven Raven. out front of the school. I think it's Raventon. So we're driving on that curvy road. I am. You're asleep. I come around this corner. There's like tons of traffic, right? And there's this man walking down the road. And I'm smiling because you're not going to believe me. And it's, I don't know. So he's walking on the side of the road, right? Right. And I was like, oh shit, I'm going to hit him because the sun was like shining and he was kind of in the road. So I look and he kind of walks, I don't know, weird. And he turns and looks at me, and he had no face. What? (laughs) (laughs) I swear, it looked like he had no face. And it scared me. And then I turned around, and I was like, where did he go? But I couldn't look a lot because I was driving. So you looked in the mirror, and he was gone? I looked, and no, I actually looked over my shoulder. And he was gone? Yeah, but he looked like he had no face. And it freaked me out. But I couldn't stop because... You know how traffic is on that road. And right. Everybody's like right on my ass. So was he, like, was he wearing normal clothes? He was wearing or jeans and like a, I always try to pay attention to what people wear because I think if there's going to be a crime committed, I need to be able to identify the suspect. That's because you watch too much of that, <laughs> right. too many crime shows. You're thinking so, this is the first 48. He was wearing like jeans and he had like, it was like a dark t-shirt, like maybe navy blue or dark green. So he was wearing, like, modern clothes. Modern, it wasn't like... Yeah. But, I mean, it wasn't modern. I mean, people wore jeans and t-shirts back years ago. And then he had, like, gray, long hair. But he looked like he did not have a face. And I'm sure he did. But it really scared me and freaked me out. And I wanted to wake you up, but I was like, no, podcast. <laughs> we got to save it for the podcast because we don't so, have anything to talk about at the top. Anyway, I just had to tell you that. I've been holding that in, You've been holding that in for a long time, which is hard for me. Like two months now, uh, waiting. Because it would have been before no, was, Christmas break. It would have been at Christmas break. It would have been like January. January 1st. It was January 1st, actually. Oh, it was when, so it was when we went down the it's second. when we went down the second time. Right. So I know the date. So then... Oh, wait, no. Okay, so this is why I'm bad at stories. It was the first time. Because when we went the second time, I was watching that whole way because I was driving again while you were sleeping. And I was looking for that same little section of road where I saw him so I could look again. But nothing. It was pretty exciting and creepy. That's interesting. And I'm sure it was the sun shining and I just couldn't see his face. But Maybe. It kind of freaked me out. Maybe not. Maybe not. I don't know. It's a story. It is a story. <laughs> it's a good story. Thanks. 
I think uh, I wonder has anybody out there that's listening have they have you guys experienced anything like that? Yeah. If you have, write in, let us know. Or if you live in that area, or if is you, there a man <laughs> with no face that walks around? Do you know the name of the town? Is it? Ra- it was you, between. Let us know if it's Raven's Den. Raven's or, Den. And the other one. And the other town. The, uh, Raven's Den and the other town. I'm trying to remember the name. I can't. I should know because we go down there so much. Right. But. It's interesting. Yeah. And we had something to talk about at the top, so that made it yeah. worth it. See? I just can't tell you anything ever. We'll just have to save never, my crappy never stories talk, for the podcast. Never talk unless, it's, unless we're recording. Right. So on that note, let's uh, take a quick break and uh, dive into some and dive into some spooky scoops. You heard of this uh, big cat that's supposed to be around? <laughs> of course. Some say it's a puma. Others a giant ape. And still others say it's the sukara. A sukara? It's a new kind of animal to me. That's a famous jungle demon. It tears living animals to shreds with its claws and then feeds upon them has been known to attack humans also. Hasn't so far, I hope. No. But I'm sure it will. (laughs) Alright, so we're back. And this time, I'm going to go ahead and start with my spooky scoops. And I found something about the Mothman, which... And there's no no doubt that you guys already know what the Mothman is from the original Point Pleasant incident back in the mid-60s. And then, of course, again in 2017, there was new sightings in the Chicago area and also around like Lake Michigan. But now it seems that there's additional sightings and they've been spotted along... Muncie, Indiana. And what's really interesting about that is the fact that it was spotted on the same highway that led into Point Pleasant, West Virginia. What are you smiling about? I thought you were going to say where I saw the faceless man. (laughs) (laughs) No, that would have been a little too perfect. (laughs) And a lot of these, a lot of the details in this sighting are the same as the ones that were seen in 2017 with a very large winged humanoid figure almost kind of bat-like and this one was also it was reported to Lon Strickler and he's the individual that compiled the majority of the 2017 reports so I thought that was pretty interesting especially seems how you know it almost begs to differ is it moving back towards Point Pleasant first it was spotted in Chicago now Indiana and it's on the same road that leads into Point Pleasant that is interesting I had to think about where the states are Illinois Indiana right yep I am not good with geography okay (laughs) geography and math no no but English history Yes. Good. Science. Yes. Acceptable. Acceptable. My English is not as good as I think it is, but I think it is good. So. Well, we have like Missouri English. <laughs> so it's like, 
it's it's a standard of its own. <laughs> yeah. Not good, not bad. Just a it's, it's own there. It's, it's own standard. Mid Midwest. Right. Yeah. Like middle of the road. <laughs> mid standard. <laughs> so what do you got? Okay, so my story is also about winged Is it about the Mothman sighting in Indiana? No, it's not. Oh. So mine mine actually goes back to May twenty second, two thousand eleven. Joplin, Missouri, that tornado. Remember that tornado? Yeah. It was the EF5. They say it like, at, at its largest, it was like, what, a mile across and winds up to like 200 miles per hour. Like, the city was like almost wiped out. $2.8 billion in damage. Um, 161 people killed. Over 1,000 injured. Seventh deadliest tornado in history. See, I'm a history person. Um, I also read something about how people afterwards got like some kind of bacteria that must have been thrown out in the wind and a lot of people got like a secondary infection, secondary sickness from that That beyond their injuries. Yeah, that makes sense though. I mean, because of all the spores or, you know, just. Yeah. So looking back, there's been multiple reports of like these mystical creatures that appear peered out of nowhere on like protected children or I guess I should say children seen them and uh, they're calling them the butterfly people of Joplin so, so fairies could be fairies I like to think fairies you know I like fairies fairies angels butterfly people so like I said most of the reports are from children and they they say that they had like multiple multiple multi-colored wings surrounded by like sparkles and orbs so I'm gonna have to share the story on Facebook but most of the accounts okay so I wrote down a few of the things but there's tons of these stories okay but I'm gonna post the article and everyone needs to go read it because it's like crazy so one was a two and a half year old girl she was riding in her car in the car not her car the car with her dad the vehicle was blown off the road and it started rolling. They were not harmed. And she told her dad that there was butterfly people sitting in the car with them. But the dad did not see anything, right? So another one, a boy riding in the truck with his dad and a car came blowing toward them, like in the air. And just before it impacted, it just like stopped and went the other way. Huh, that's crazy. Like crazy. Which tornadoes do crazy things. Right. But uh, the little boy said that he's seen two very big angels hold the car back and then throw it to the side. But once again, the dad did not see that. A mother and daughter were traveling when the tor- tornado came up. So they got out of their vehicle and ran and got in the ditch. So the tornado like went directly over them. Everything around them was destroyed, but they were unharmed. And the little girl asked her mom, she said, didn't you see their beautiful wings? And the mom was like, there was no one there. What are you talking about? And she said that um, they were surrounded by angels with rainbows, rainbow colored wings. Sounds like fairies. Kind of weird, right? It's super weird. Um, Okay, so I wrote down, I think, one more. And that was they found a little boy, like, wandering out in the field after the tornado. 
So they were trying to figure out where he came from. I didn't get his age, but he said that he had been at the St. John's Hospital, which is Mercy now. Which, you know, if you remember, that hospital was like almost completely leveled. Yeah. Like, there was lots of casualties there. The boy was found six miles from that hospital. And he was wandering around unharmed. That's crazy. Right. And they <laughs> asked him, you know, like, how did you get here? And he said, the angels brought me. They picked me up and set me down here. That is really cool. It's crazy because it's not like all these kids are like hanging out, like getting their story together. Because they range from like two and a half years old to... And there was a couple adults that did have stories, but I think the kids' ones are more effective, I guess. Um, and the city actually, they commissioned a painting, so they brought in an artist, and we'll have to go to Warren Joplin again, go look at it. But it's called like Butterfly Effect Dreams Take Flight, but I think they put that up downtown somewhere, hmm. this artist. What's the artist's name? Dave Lowenstein, he did it. So yeah, we'll have to definitely make a trip down there, get some pictures of that. So we yeah, can thought it was a cool. Put it up so that everybody can see. It kind of gives me chills, right? I think it's just cold in here. <laughs> it is cold in here. <laughs> <laughs> so you have all the good stories tonight. <laughs> I do have you, the good stories. You, you get an A plus for stories tonight. Thanks. <laughs> so. Everybody needs to go to our Facebook page. She's going to share that. Make sure you read it because that definitely is an incredible story. It is. It's kind of long for some people to read. I'm a reader, so it wasn't. But you should you should go read it too. Everybody should read it. Someone, <laughs> someone read it and give me the Cliff Notes version because <laughs> she's a reader and I'm definitely not. I'm a reader. I read like a book a year. That's a true story. Oh, my God. Sometimes a year plus. Right. And I think it's it's February, beginning of February, and I think I'm on, like, my ninth or tenth book for the year already. It's nerd. February. I'm a nerd. Yeah. It's February. I'm reading the same book I was reading last year. Last February. It takes me so long that I get <laughs> bored with the book, and I'm like, eh, I think I'm going to read something else. Like, I've been reading this for too long. <laughs> I think I got one book that I'm, like, I'm 67% of the way through it. That's hilarious. I still, and me, I'm like, God, I've been reading this for three days. I need to step up my game. What can I say? I couldn't read a book in three days if my life depended on it. <laughs> Maybe Dr. Seuss. Maybe. Probably not. Probably not, though. So you got anything else for Spooky Scoops? Nope, that's it. I uh, guess my, my faceless man story could have been Spooky Scoops. Yeah, it could have been, but I really I enjoyed the fairies saving people story. Yeah. So if you don't have anything else and I don't have anything else, let's go ahead and dive into our main topic. Okay. A sudden draft from a window that was supposed to have been closed. A chill at the back of the neck. Groans creaks and bumps in the night. Man has always been frightened by the dark, troubled by noises just beyond the reach of lights, occurrences just beyond the reach of understanding. Tonight, we're going to be talking about Bloody Mary. So, Not the drink. Not the drink. As a child or teenager, did you ever 
do Bloody Mary. What it, I never, Quote, do Bloody Mary. <laughs> I never did Bloody Mary. And I also never did the whole running into the bathroom. What? You never did it? Uh-uh. Oh my god. Did you? How are we even together? <laughs> of course I did it. Like, I remember doing it in school. In the what? bathroom. How are you As in, kids do. How are you in the school in the bathroom with the lights off in the dark? Because it's the bathroom. I don't know. Because we'd all go to the bathroom. I think it was probably seventh grade. You, a bathroom break and all of us girls would be in there. And we'd Is shut off the lights and we'd do Bloody Mary. And then somebody would scream and then we'd all scream and run out. It's a very small school, okay? <laughs> so everybody took bathroom breaks together, and so I remember doing that. Yeah, I don't I don't think I ever did. I don't think we ever... What? I'm just blown away by this. I also remember doing it at church camp, as people do. That's well, because you're... What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even, have, I don't even think I have words for that one. Yeah, I don't even know, like... I don't really, I don't remember much about it, but I remember doing it and then the counselor coming in and yelling at us and telling us it was wrong. As they would. As they would. So I'm pretty sure like I've least seen one like scary movie that started like that <laughs> with kids <laughs> right. at church camp saying Bloody Mary. Yeah. But I'm really surprised you never did it. Uh, I don't think so. I almost remember like the whole Candyman thing more so oh, than Bloody Mary. Well, let's hope not. <laughs> so is Candyman actually just the movie, or is that a legend, too? I think it's just a movie. Okay. Because they, they explain in, like, one of the many sequels the whole legend of Candyman. And it oh, we did need not, to watch those again. It did not coincide with the legend. How many was of there? Lemon. I think there's three. Three? I don't think I watched the third one. What was his name? Tony. Tony Todd. Yeah. It's not was. His name still is Tony it's Todd. Tony Todd. But I was probably the only girl that was like, Candyman's kind of cute. You're probably the only person, period. <laughs> in the world. Yeah. <laughs> That's really funny. But coming back to <laughs> Bloody Mary, there's much more legend and lore behind Bloody Mary than there is about Candyman. Right. But it's kind of funny you mentioned that because I actually text one of my friends because she's kind of into the paranormal, sort of. And I asked her if she ever did Bloody Mary. And of course, she was like, why? What'd you hear? Blah, blah, blah. But she said, well, no, I did Bloody Mary and Candyman with my niece. So I think she did it because so, some other kids at school had scared her niece. And she right. was trying to show her that it wasn't real. So I thought it was funny that she did Candyman. I'm kind of more scared of Candyman than I am of Bloody Mary. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so what's some of the I, I guess we could start with the legends right yeah so originally the OG Bloody Mary the original gangster yeah. Bloody Mary yeah um, so I, I don't know a date on this I don't know I didn't find a date but I guess young women used to walk upstairs backwards they right. would carry a hand mirror and a candle I didn't see where they had to say anything, but they could look as they were walking up the stairs and they could get a vision or see the face of their future husband. 
Tony Todd. <laughs> yes. Um, or, worst case scenario, they see a skull, which means they will die before they get married. That's, yeah, I read the same thing. I, uh, you know, they, it said skull, Grim Reaper, same difference. And that was a whole, the whole thing is that they saw that they would die before they would ever get a chance to, to marry anybody. We should make Kylie do that. We should that's make all of our daughters. daughters. That's the, that's the new standard. Like I just want to make them do it just to record them and see. And then I'm just going to hold up a picture of a Grim Reaper <laughs> and scare them into that's never wrong. wanting to marry anybody. <laughs> Or maybe just I'll p- no. hold up a picture of Tony Todd. They will live with us forever if they don't get married. That's a true. That's a good. That's a good point. But yeah, that was one of the oldest like s- versions I could find of it. Now, of course, it's elaborated far beyond that. Now, I think the new. Well, I don't know if it's new. The from when we were kids version of it was standing in the in the bathroom or in the dark room with a mirror and and a light. And it had to be candles. dimly lit. I, well, I saw, I saw candles. Or it was candles. always candles, which that's just, that's the last thing you want is kids and candles and in the dark. In the dark. And then you had to say it three times. Yeah. I've also heard 13 times. We always said it three times. 13. I couldn't, that would take forever. I know. Another variation I seen was say it 13 times and spin in a circle. Not <laughs> happening. Yeah. And then you burn your house down because you're in the dark, spinning in a circle around candles. <laughs> Your parents automatically think you're in in your room doing witchcraft. Right. <laughs> okay, so while you're in there in the with the candles, you have to say Bloody Mary three times. Or I also seen some people say I believe in Mary Worth, which we'll get into that. That involves somebody possibly behind the legend. And the other thing I seen that people might say is I took Mary's baby. Or I killed Mary's baby. Yeah, I did. Which is super gruesome. And right. Who went? Th- who's like in their room in the dark saying stuff like that? Right. Like those you people would not be ha- my friends. You deserve to have Bloody Mary come get you. Right. Yeah. Um, when she does appear, I've heard she can just... I always heard she's just there. Like you just see her. But other legends say that she may scream. She might try to strangle you scratch your eyes out or she may take your soul and leave you to burn in hell (laughs) those are all extreme scenarios right but really to me like the just standing there is super creepy right so yeah do you know anything else about the legend of her like supposedly what can happen when you call her forth or whatever i no. i was everything i read was right along the same scenarios as she shows up she i've heard different things like she screams the whole like when she sees you she screams oh so creepy you know and it's not the normal scream it's like the ghost scream right Ooh, like a um like a banshee a banshee yeah what do you imagine her looking like the girl from the ring me too that must be what she looks like like that's just i think i just picture every creepy thing looking like that though well if i was gonna picture something popping up behind me yeah she's like in a a white dress like long black hair greasy needs it clarified i don't know about all that i just figured it'd be like just wet dark hair you know covering the face typical like scary movie stuff gives me goosebumps so that's some of the i guess modern legend you could call it of bloody mary and what's what do you have for uh, some of the lore on kind of where it originated at 
So I found two different things that I thought were probably the most credible as far as folklore and as to where it came from. Right. The first one being Mary Worth. Yeah, I found the same one. It was uh, the supposed witch. Yeah. She was, this was in Illinois during the Civil War. She was accused of witchcraft because she's like making and selling tinctures. Right, yeah. Herbal I, remedies. I'd seen so. the same thing. She had a, a cabin in the woods. I mean, like check the box of like witch, <laughs> witch trials and oh like so, so dumb. hysteria. Right. Um, they also thought she was stealing young girls because young girls kept coming up missing and they thought that she was, it reminds me of Hocus Pocus, like she was using their blood to stay young. Yeah, yeah, that ties perfectly in with Hocus Pocus. Right, yeah. So maybe that's, maybe uh, Mary uh, Worth is the Actually, original story. Actually, is it story. one of the witches on Hocus Pocus named Mary? Uh, it's Winifred. Sarah. Now we're going to have this long pause of... Uh, and Mary, I think. Is it? I'll have to look it up. I don't know, I'm probably wrong. Um, I also read that she would kidnap, like, runaway slaves and kept them chained up in her barn and she would practice, like, dark rituals on them. Super creepy. So the locals ended up, of course, I don't know if they actually tried her for witchcraft or they just went ahead and like straight to the stakes and burned her. Like I, I picture the the full on mob scene coming right. to the house and yeah, I um, doubt there was a trial. Yeah, I doubt it too. So they they buried her back on the farm because they you know you cannot bury her in the in cemetery a, right in a Christian in a Christian cemetery. So decades later, a farmer and his wife, they come along and they buy the land and they knew the history of it, but they went ahead and bought it. They ended up building a house on the foundation where the barn was, the barn that she practiced black magic in. Um, while clearing the fields to like get ready to plant crop, you know, he, the farmer discovers like this stone the square stone and what does he think oh that'd be great to use as a stepping stone to get into the house <laughs> so he moves it over to the house and like immediately things start happening him and his wife they were both like plagued with like bad luck the wife like things would happen the wife would get like locked in the house locked in the barn probably him actually locking her in there <laughs> Uh, like poltergeist type activity, things flying around the house, dishes falling and breaking. That's actually exactly what I was thinking. I was like picturing that movie, The Poltergeist, in my head. Were you? Yeah. Because that was built on a, on a burial ground. Right. So then the farmer starts thinking like, oh, maybe that stone was Mary's grave marker. Right, because they knew it right. was Mary's. Right, they already knew it yeah. was there. I mean, come on. I think he knew. He was just like, I'm going to do it. And care. then he had regrets. Yeah, I'd definitely say he probably had regrets. Right. He probably thought it was cool. Like, oh, I got her gravestone. We walk on it to get into our house or whatever. So anyway, he decides, you know what? I better move that back to where it belongs. But guess what? He doesn't remember where he got it from. <laughs> so he never can find the exact spot to put it back. Um... 
Eventually, their house, the worst of luck, it just burns to the ground. Oh, wow. So, they say, that's the legend of Mary Worth. Which would be like, I guess when the people would say, I believe in Mary Worth in the mirror. Which kind of is weird to me, because why would that make her mad, right? Unless she's coming to steal their souls, or steal their youth. Yeah, because that was one of the quote-unquote suspicious things that... That she did. That she, Well, when they went to go question her about these missing children, they supposedly noted that her appearance was changed. She was known to be old and somewhat haggard-looking, and then when they went to go question her, she was supposedly younger and better-looking. Youthful. Youthful. So she was very... Why can't people just... Let people be beautiful. I don't know. To people me, gotta be jealous and call them witches and stuff. To me, it seemed very hocus pocus because right. that's what it they is were so doing. Hocus pocus. So that's one possible version of, I guess, a, an origin story for the uh, legend of Bloody Mary. But you have another one. So if I had to pick a guilty Mary, the Mary that's causing this, it would be Mary Tudor, the first. Queen of England. And why is that? Okay, a little bit of her story. So, she was daughter of King Henry VIII and Catherine of Aragon. Her father ended up annulling the marriage between him and Catherine because she had only given him a daughter and he wanted a son. King Henry VIII, he eventually ends up marrying Anne Boleyn who he eventually beheads. But before all that happens, um, so they have a child together, a daughter. Anne gets concerned that there'll be a struggle for the throne because it's two daughters. There's no male heir to the throne. Right. So she pushes the parliament to consider Mary an illegitimate daughter. And they actually go for it. So that pushes Anne's daughter in front of her for the throne. Eventually, as in 1553, Mary actually takes the throne and she is 37 years old. She immediately marries Philip of Spain and started trying to conceive. She needed to get that male heir, you know. Two months later, she finds out she's pregnant, or at least she thought she was. She had all the symptoms. She had like the growing abdomen, you know, pregnancy symptoms. No. Anyway, doctors back then, they weren't allowed to examine the queen. So basically they just had to go off what was going on. Like with her body and stuff, they couldn't actually physically right. examine her. Right. But she was having the symptoms, you know, her abdomen swelled, her breast swelled. All those fun pregnancy things. They estimated her due date to be in May. Six weeks before her due date, they confine her to her... What's that called? Her um, Quarters. Chamber. Chambers. Quarters is the army term. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they basically just wait it out, right? So June comes, there's no baby. So they're kind of like, oh, well, maybe we didn't estimate the due date right. 
I mean, that still happens now. Right. But by the end of May, her belly was beginning to shrink back down. So they're kind of like, yeah, something's not right here. But, you know, she still has hope because this is what she's wanted. This is what she's lived for. So she ends up staying in her chamber until August. Still no baby. So at that point, they realize there's no baby. Right. So eventually, you know, she has to come out. Of course, it's embarrassing for her because everyone is always a little skeptical of her just because of the path and decisions that she made while she was locked up in her chamber. Right, because that's kind of along the lines of how she ended up with the moniker of Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary. And a lot of that, and of course, you know, some of the legends are that you know, she was bathing in the blood of virgins and sacrificing virgin women, but none of that's actually true. The whole thing came from her wanting to reestablish Catholicism as the main religion in the land. So her way of doing that was putting to death a large number of Protestants. And that's actually how she got the name Bloody Mary. I think I read that she had, I think 240 men and 60 women were burned at the stake for being Protestants. I kind of wonder if it wasn't, I guess she was raised Catholic, but I know that her dad had to convert to being a Protestant in order to divorce or annul the marriage with her mom. So I wonder if she kind of had like spite spite because he became Protestant and then that pretty much changed the course of her life. Well, there's many reports too that say that she thought that she was what she was doing was actually, you know, helping them save save their soul from damnation. Right. But I mean, it makes sense. I mean, if you truly believe in something, I mean, uh, you believe it. I don't, I don't she know. just happened to be in control <laughs> and could do it, you know? I'm not saying it's good. I'm saying, like, <laughs> like if you truly believe, you don't know you're doing she was. I mean, she definitely seemed to be a, a true believer. In her pregnancy. <laughs> yeah, in her pregnancy and the idea of killing people in order to save their soul. As far as being, like, truly believing... Like I said, her pregnancy, they think it was actually something called phantom pregnancy. Where you believe you're pregnant and it like tricks your body into the symptoms. You know, everything except for the baby never comes. It's like a phantom pregnancy. Like she believed it into fruition. Right. And she not only did that once, she did it twice. She did it again. um, It was like a few years later. It was pretty much the same thing. Like, the baby just never, ever came. Eventually, you know, doctors, I don't know if they did examine her, but it was found that she was actually, like, in menopause. So she ended up never having a baby. So that's where the whole Bloody Mary, we have your baby. We have your baby. Super creepy. Like, who says that crap? Like, yeah. I don't know. That's an awful idea. Right. So I think if I had to pick a blood a Bloody Mary, it would be her. It just makes sense. Like she had that nickname. She didn't have a baby. Right. 
as far as like the Mary Worth, there was never a baby involved for them to say like, I have your baby. That makes sense. I think if I had to pick one, I'd pick a semi-spicy Bloody Mary, not just a regular <laughs> Bloody Mary. Elaborate on that. When you put a little, you make a Bloody Mary, oh, but you put a little bit of spice into it. Yeah, I think you would not pick one at all. Probably not. That sounds disgusting. Yeah, and, I, yeah. and I'm allergic to celery, and I always see pictures of them with celery in it. Right. So it probably would end up being a Bloody Mary. Yeah. So that's kind of some of the history and lore on what it's possibly based on. I mean, it's all an ur urban legend. Right. And there's actually a possible, I guess, more scientific explanation for, you know, tying the ritual, so to speak, into the history and what kind of comes out of that. One of the most kind of obvious explanation for it is hallucinations. You're in a dimly lit room, you have candles going, your emotions are high, your senses are off because you just turned the light, you're in a group, usually you're going to be in a group setting, you know, and then on top of that, it's almost like self-hypnosis because just like Mary, you were believing you were pregnant, you, you believe that if you say this three times, you know, she's going to show up. Phantom Bloody Mary. So I also read something about something called the Troxler effect. Basically, it's like optical illusion. You know, all those optical illusions you see online where you stare at something. Like the mystic eye thing where like you had to like tweak your eyes to see the 3D picture. Yeah, the mind's probably. eye thing. I think it's or the thing where you stare at this blob and then you like look at a wall and you see Jesus. I don't see, know we have different one. illusions. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> it sounds like a one of those church camp things. <laughs> After you guys were in the in the room doing Bloody Mary, you made you go stare at the wall until you saw Jesus. Oh my gosh! Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry, you're making me laugh. So basically, what it is, it's like how our brain, like our brain, I don't know how to explain it. Our brain can only take in so much. So when you're focused on one area, like the areas around that start to fade and morph. And these are my own words, so they're not scientific. But basically, so you start seeing other things. Well then, you know, like if you're staring at yourself, maybe, you know, your mouth gets real big or things just morph together. Beyond things morphing together, um, your brain might start filling in things. Right, kind of like, like stuff that's in your head. Kind of like when you have like your jacket hanging on the vacuum cleaner in the dark and you think it's a person. Right, it's going to do something more recognizable. So if you're in the bathroom and you're thinking Bloody Mary, you're staring in the mirror, the lights are dim, the candles are going, you're thinking that, so maybe your brain will process that and you will think you see her. Right, your brain can't comprehend what it's seen in front of it because it can't without the light pretty much so it makes you believe that you're seeing what you're thinking about pretty much right exactly it kind of makes me think of black mirror screen you know you i think the idea behind that is we have one i've only used it once but i think the idea behind that is like you're staring into it 
and they want you to think like, oh, I'm seeing the future, I'm seeing a relative that passed away. So you're in the dark room, you're doing that, and I'm wondering if it's not the same idea. It's like you're tricking your brain into seeing what you want to see. Seeing what you want to see. So I picture a million (laughs) dollars. Yes. A million dollars will show up. Yes. Um, All right, I'm going to have to pause this. I'll be right back. (laughs) In 2010, there was a guy, uh, Giovanni Caputo. I love that name, Caputo, because I think that's the guy's name on Orange is the New Black, right? (laughs) It it is. Yeah. Continue. So uh, he did a study, and he asked participants to stare into a mirror. He put them in a dim-lit room for 10 minutes. 66% of the participants experienced deformation of their own faces. 28% seen an unknown face or deceased family member. 48% 48% saw monstrous or fantastical beings. So that, yeah, that pretty much says exactly what you were saying. That That's over 100%. So I guess some of those people saw more than one thing. More than likely. But they probably saw one thing and then it that morphed into something else because their brain kind of started right, overacting. Right, it starts to overreact, yep. So, I don't want to say I don't believe in Bloody Mary, but I do think that that plays a big role in it, as exciting as it is to do it. So, I don't want to tell people not to do it, because, I mean, it's fun, right? Right. You don't know, because you never did it. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of along the same lines. I mean, it's not, it's definitely not the only story out there of someone doing something and seeing something like you said i mean it's very similar in aspects to black mirror scrying and i think maybe both of those if you kind of morphed into one thing and that's this is kind of what came out of that right and it's you know like many things it's changed over the course of time you know we're a long way from walking up the stairs backwards looking for future husbands right now we're going to be doing bloody mary into our phones Right, yeah, with your with your camera, right, front-facing yeah. camera. And then, so who knows kind of where, you know, as time goes on, where the story will end up going. But I definitely think there's some truth behind it in the sense of going more towards a black mirror grind. But I can't say I don't believe in it. I do believe in Candyman. Right. I've seen Candyman <laughs> on TV. On TV. And Tony Todd's scary anyway. Yes. Was he in any other movies? He's been in lots of movies. That's all little, I know him Little from. cameos. I mean, You're that's, like the movie guy. I'm the book girl. That's the most, yeah. Well, movies are a lot more exciting than books, and they don't take nearly <laughs> as long. I mean, I couldn't imagine watching this, watching the same movie for over a year. I'm trying to think of a movie that I want to watch for a year. Oh, I can think of lots of movies. I mean, I have a huge, huge stack of VHS tapes over in the corner. I think that covers everything that we have, but I would love to hear people's stories. Like if they've tried this, even if nothing happens, I just want to know that I just want to hear them. No, you just want to know, make sure that you're not the only person that's done it. (laughs) That's what you want. You want want validation. I need to know. Yeah, I mean, 
I'm sure you're not the only person that's done no, it. No, everybody does. You're the only person that has not done it. That's, there you go. If you haven't done it, let, let us know so that I can tell her that I'm not the only person that has not done it. I watched some videos on YouTube. You of know, people doing it? Of people doing it, and they were like, Bloody Mary appears. No. No? It was, no. It was basically people like scaring themselves to death and thinking <laughs> they saw it. So I imagine that's the case 99.9% .9 of the time. Yeah, I'm sure. But there is that, what would it be, 0.01%? Sure. So. All right, so I'd say that does it for our main topic, Bloody Mary. You have anything else? No, I think that's all I got. That's all you got? Yeah. All right, well, the one thing we do ask is that you uh, go in, rate and review us on iTunes. Give us a five-star rating. Tell us to put more episodes out. Right, yeah. Don't judge us by this. We're rusty, right? Unless you're going to judge us and give us a five-star. <laughs> right. You can pretty much say anything you want. Just give us a five-star rating. <laughs> and, you know, you can find us on iTunes. You can find us on Spotify. Of course, if you're listening to this, you already found us. So right. kudos to you. Um, on social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all at Until Dawn Podcast. Right. If you go on there, you search Until Dawn Podcast, you can easily find us. You can send us text message. You can call us, leave a voicemail What's if you that want. Number. We'll play it on the uh, on the air. It's nine one three seven zero three Dawn. Anything else? Nope. That's all I got. All right. So until next time, I'm Coy. I'm Felicia. And this is until dawn. Bloody, Bloody Mary, Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary.